Welcome to Nuna Your Business, episode four, the best of 2017. We are your hosts, Becca and Megan. Super psyched that you're here. We've been looking forward to this particular podcast for a while now, discussing what our favorites were of last year. It was a big year. It was a big year. We were kind of talking, though, I think you agree that as far as shows go... Yeah. Kind of just a kind of a disappointing year. There weren't a lot of shows where I would say, Oh, I can't wait to go back and rewatch that. I, I don't know, nothing really jumped out at me. It was way harder to think of shows that I loved than it was to think of songs mm-hmm. or bands that I loved. So for me Great this was a year, year of K pop. Great year for K pop. Yes. Yeah. Over K dramas. But again, we came up with a whole bunch that we liked, so Yeah. It's we're gonna make it work. Yeah. So we um decided that for the best of 2017, we're going to call it the Nuna Awards just Obviously. to go with the podcast. These fictional awards. I can't wait. Hopefully none of the winners hear about it because they will be expecting a trophy <laughs> in the mail and we will not provide one. You know, if a winner wants to reach out to me personally and ask for an award, <laughs> where's my, I will where's my figure trophy? out a way to get one to you. And that's funny, except it's not because Becca will figure out a I way would. to I would make an award to send it. So... It would be intricate and delightful. Yeah. And we the should... packaging alone would be something you'd want to keep. Yes. Yeah. It'll be great. The, f- the full Monty? No, <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> so before we jump in, Megan, why don't you just tell our listeners, what are you watching these days? So I just started Two Cops, which is, I think, technically a 2017 show. I think it started in 2017, but I'm just getting to it now, and I'm loving it about halfway through. So that's what I'm watching right now. I'm also watching um, the the new Hong Sisters show. I can never remember the title. You told me what it was, and... Um, I always come up with the complete wrong yeah. title. And it is, it's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm letting it play out a little bit before I make a judgment what call What was their it. last show before this? Was it Goblin? That no. was... Was that Hong Sisters? Somebody else. I can't remember. I gotta look it up. All right. What are you watching while we look it up? So I am currently watching... I just started Temperature of Love, which <gasps> all my K-drama friends kept telling me I had to watch, and I'm glad I finally got into it. Unlike Megan, though, I can only watch one show at a time. I can't multitask shows. Megan is a champion of... If I ask you what you're watching at any point in time, (laughs) you're like, well, I'm kind of dabbling here and here, but I'm really invested in this. And I just think you have like a list of 10 shows. My mind cannot do that. The problem with that though is I do watch so many shows at the same time and I finish about a third of them. But I'm also very good at walking away from a show. Whereas I feel like you see it through to the end, even if you don't love it. Oh, yeah. You will watch it and I will say, nope, bye. So out of the 60 some shows I watched, I think I've only not finished four. Yeah, and two I, of them I still plan to go back and try to get back into, but I just... I gotta know what they are. Emotionally could not. Young Paul could oh, not yeah, finish I couldn't, it. I couldn't get into that one either. Could not finish it. Legend of the Blue Sea. I could not finish that show. I, I legitimately think I made it to the last episode, and then my mom watched the finale before I did, and I said, oh, what happened? And she said, you really want to know? And I said, yes. And she told me, and I felt like I was good. Like, I didn't really need to watch it. You I do that a lot, too, happen. where I get to the last episode, and then I'm like, I know I know how this wraps up. <laughs> and then My Secret Love Affair. I loved it. I don't it. remember that. I don't know that the one. The Piano One. Oh! Oh, my God. I love that yeah, show. you love that show. That didn't come out in 2017, but th- that show, I watched it for the first time in 2017, and it... I was shook. That it one is... good. See, my problem is the only time of day that I can watch K-dramas are at night, mm. after my kids are in bed, and that show... While beautiful, mm-hmm. is very dark, it lighting is. wise. It's very it dark. And then it's got all this comforting classical music. It is very, so I yeah. I would fall asleep. It's a slow burn. I would fall asleep every time. And finally I was like, I can't. I can't do it anymore. Because <laughs> then I fall asleep and I can't remember. Like the computer just keeps running. Mm-hmm. So when I wake up, it says I'm six episodes ahead of where I left off. And I can't find where I left off. And I just got too frustrated. And then the last one was Mask. I couldn't finish Mask. I never started that one. Yeah. Irene likes that one. Irene mm-hmm. loves that one. The the secret love affair. I went on a massive you are in tear in the middle of twenty seventeen, <laughs> yes, where I just I think I watched every single thing he or at least attempted to watch everything he's been in. I was obsessed with you are in for like the spring of the year. I feel like he's my spring obsession. It's kind of like a fashion show. Like <laughs> that was your fashion trend. It was of spring twenty seventeen. He was all the rage in spring of twenty seventeen. <laughs> 
And then, I don't know what I moved on and to the, in the summer. And then the summer oh, collection was, came out and yeah, you were gone. Yeah, I was gone. <laughs> Best hit was probably next. but That was it, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, follow-up. Hong yes. Sisters had Warm and Cozy. That was at J.J. Oh, Island Gatsby. Right. And that's right. that was 2015. So that was their last one before. Hmm. So they, it's called a Korean Odyssey, but there's an actual Korean name for it, and I'm blanking. Hmm. But it's interesting. It's got my, my all-time favorite lead guy from The Greatest Love. Oh, yeah. Tossing ones in it. So, and he's a delight as always. But anyway, we digress. Yes. So that's what we're li- watching this week. So what are you listening to? I'm li- all over the place. As always. <laughs> who knows? I just put my YouTube on playlist on and hope that it takes me to a good place. Oh, hope Actually, a lot of the people I'm listening to now is, are my personal nominees for best group or singer that we'll be talking about later so so we're going to that we're getting yeah there. we'll get there we're getting there mm-hmm. what about you i i've been testing the waters of older groups oh yeah so like 17 and older being like within the last few years they've come so out not age just yes <laughs> okay. not age wise i i was thinking not you were talking wise. like the 90s, early 2000s no. hip-hop groups. No, I should, but no. Just uh, groups that I've never... I don't know. They put on Spotify Radio, and I was like, I should I should listen to these. Or mm. I've seen their fandoms comment on things on social media and just been like, I've never, never had interest. That's what they're about. Should go, go just dip a toe, see what's going on over there. So Keep me updated. I will. I'm pretty excited. I've got some good music. things. I've got some good things. I'm basically, honestly, I'm basically listening to the song Coffee by BTS on repeat every morning because it's the only thing that makes me happy before I go to work. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We all have our coffee. It's something. So before we dig in, we thought it might be fun Mm -hmm. to describe (laughs) if the Nuna Awards were a real award show or a real award in general. Physical trophy. A real physical manifestation of a trophy. Yeah. What would that trophy look like? So Megan and I decided to each write a short description of what we think the award would look like, but we have not told each other what the award would look like. I keep waffling. I'm excited. Do you want to go first? No. You want me to go first? Yes. Okay. So I jotted down a few notes. So naturally, it's an award. It would be gold. Yes. Probably be made by Gucci. Oh, yeah. I mean... Gucci is very 2017 for It has us. to. It has to go together <laughs> hand in hand. I feel like the award would be short but sturdy, like Jackson Wang's thighs. <laughs> so just kind of a short, a shorter... Oh, I love a Jackson thigh reference. Shorter little trophy. It would also be hella thick, like V's bag <laughs> oh from God. BTS. Yours is so good. You did actual thinking when you came up with this. Um, it, w- it would have some sort of like mm, Roman... Roman robe, but the left shoulder would be exposed, like Jimin from BTS right. as well. So the robe would be hanging off the shoulder. Oh, this is a hybrid. It's I mean award. There's a lot of things that go into this award. I'm taking it very seriously. It would also be holding a Subway sandwich in one hand <laughs> and a vitamin water in the other. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't. Even, I'm not even gonna say mine. That's perfect. <laughs> that's so perfect. I think that's it. I, I think that's it. I feel like you really... And it would be faceless. It would just be a faceless... I don't want it to be happy or sad. It would just be like, you got a new sheet mask. Deal with it. It should. It should be wearing a face mask. It should be wearing some sort of... um, I feel like you just encapsulated 2017 in music and dramas with that description. Which is that and that one award. So so we'd have to remake the award every year based on whatever we get most out of this drama. Can you imagine? How do we get this dream job? I know. How start, do we start I putting it out there in the universe and it'll come back to us? Use the secret. That's all we need to do. Yeah. So any any uh, Korean award show people out <laughs> got there, great ideas. If you're listening, clearly we are the marketing geniuses that you need to be hiring. Yeah. So that's what my award would look like. I, I think that works. Yeah, that's perfect. I, mine pales in comparison. <laughs> I just want to refer to yours. Maybe someday I'll tell you about mine. <laughs> Well, I'm super excited. Should we just dig Let's in Let's do it. Let's get to brass tacks. All right. Um, 
Well, let's do the nominees then. You want to read the nominees for yeah, who we feel do, the best actor is? We're going to do actor first because yeah. I feel like we always actress always gets put first. No, it's supporting actress. They get that out of the way first and it's like, oh, those ladies got all dressed up women, just to get the award out of there first. No, women, we're, we're saving you for last yeah, this year. Yeah, best for last. Yeah. So for our actor nominees, and we should again say... We have not watched every single show, mm-hmm. heard every single song. In fact, even to go off of that, we just looked up a list of yeah. all the Korean dramas released in 2017, and half of them, Megan and I were looking at each other like, what, what is this? Yeah, We've I've never, never even heard, heard of it. this. And I would definitely say if we could support ourselves without having to go to work, we could watch so many more dramas. Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> we have jobs, so this is like, we're doing our best. So these are, think of these as the awards from very personal place. Yes. So these were the people and the songs and the shows that touched us in some way, helped us get through 2017, mm-hmm. helped define our year. So Which was a year that we needed help getting through. We needed all the help we could get. <laughs> and I would say that the, the, the nominees we were about to discuss really paid, played a big part in that. Yeah. So we'll start with actor. Do you want me to read all of them? Sure. So Why don't you read who they are and what show we, we liked them yeah. in? So the first person on our list is Yang Sejong from Temperature of Love. We he was also in Duel, which I believe was twenty seventeen, which I also watched. Um, Kim Young Kwang was in Lookout, and also he was like the winter of the early winter, early late winter, early spring of twenty seventeen style for Megan because I think I watched everything he's ever been in. Uh, Lee Dong Wook from Goblin. Wudo Hwan from Save Me, he's also in Mad Dog, and then Ji Cheng from Suspicious Partner or Love in Trouble, depending on what your fancy is. However, you type that into so, your search yeah. engine to find it. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of really good performances, a lot of very, very cute, handsome, talented, awesome guys. I just have to say, so looking at our list, I'm obviously I am just watching Temperature of Love. Right now. Strong front runner there. That guy is He has great very chemistry. Talented. And so Duel was an interesting show that I don't know if I would recommend it to you. It's really, it's kind of slow. I'm glad I watched it, but I don't know if it was my favorite. But he's great in it. He plays a very conflicted, he plays two characters. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> and he's, one is like a sweet, kind of doesn't know what's going on, victim type character. And the other is very evil. He's really good. So I saw that, and then I saw Temperature of Love, and he is so good in Temperature of Love. What he a just, dreamboat. We were talking earlier about, he has, obviously, he has great chemistry with the lead actress, mm-hmm. but he even has chemistry with the second lead male. Yeah, he's he's plays off of other people really well. Really well. And the interviews I've read with him, it seems like he's a very serious actor. He seems very thoughtful about the process, which I find intimidating in a human. <laughs> Anytime an actor uses like, the word process. process yeah. <laughs> Like, he's got an old Daniel Day-Lewis thing going on. So, I don't know. He he just seems very... He's really young, too. Mm-hmm. Like, 24 or something. I mean, really um, young, relatively he's a, speaking. He's a baby. He's younger than I expected. But he seems very mature in his thoughts about acting. So, that that's just for your... Just so you know. Yes. That's a thing about him. You know I like to learn about the guys that I'm watching oh, in yeah. my show, so... But that, and that character is great. His temperature so of love. He's, he's a little mean. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like he's the kind of character who you know he's in love with somebody because he does not really like anyone. Mm-hmm. And not in that fun Jung Wan way from 1988, Reply 1988, in a very, he just doesn't really have time for people. Yeah. I, I like that. I think it's interesting. He likes cooking and like one person, and that's yes. how it shows. Yeah. yeah, and he'll tolerate his sous chef and other kitchen mm-hmm. friends, but that's it. <laughs> but only when they go to Subway for sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's great. I we also have to talk about the goblin character. Yes, um, amazing. I think we were saying earlier that's pretty. It's going to be a pretty iconic role in all of K dramadom. And, yeah. And okay, before anybody says anything, we didn't put Gong Yu on here. Not because he wasn't delightful as the goblin. I just feel like I ended up being more interested in Lee Dong Wook's character and the Grim Reaper's character. I and I think it was partially because he played it so well. It was very comical. It was and genius. Super tragic. He was the most in everything I've watched any any country 
even American stuff mm-hmm. I've ever watched, that character to me was like a, a breath of fresh air. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody so tragic yes. played with such comedy. Yeah. I mean, it was genius. It was beautiful. It was just genius. And it's already, it aired at the beginning of the year. There are have already been multiple references to that character in other dramas that I've seen in 2017. Mm-hmm. It's already in the, what is that, the zeitgeist? Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? I feel like it's already out there. It's We're already referencing it, which tells you it was a really memorable, great character. And my fear, we had discussed this earlier too, is that this poor guy is going to be typecast now because he yeah. was so good in that role. But I wouldn't even care if he <laughs> played that same role forever. I would love, honestly, you I would love to funny? watch a show where that type of character was the lead character. I would yes. watch, I would I, watch that day and night. I, I feel like he kind of owned that show. Mm-hmm. And again, I love Gong Yu. He was like one of my first K-drama obsessions. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan. It's just in this show, I, the Grim Reaper, I was all about it. Funny story. This summer, randomly, my mom found a movie that I can't even remember the name of, a Korean movie, and Lee Dong-wook was in it, and he played a goblin. What? Yeah. How it was, did we not know that? I, it was like a documentary-style movie. I, I'll have to look it up. It was good. I really liked it, but... Hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. So, also, spoiler alert, because that way you don't know who's a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> we, um... So, we also have... Ji Chang Wook from yes. Love in Trouble. Just because you can't everything that guy is in. He's a he's amazing. Very complex actor. And I my favorite thing about him are all of his nonverbal yeah. I would say sentences. His he's not speaking, obviously, sort of they're nonverbal. But yeah, I mean he can go from you can tell the second something flits across his face. He could have ten emotions run across his face That's in really the span true. of thirty seconds. I love it so much. Healer was one of the first shows where I feel like the production quality went from kind of what the old style was to the newer style. It was mm-hmm. a little sleeker. And I remember thinking Healer was... I That's still one of my all-time favorite shows. And it's he's so great in it. He's so great. And so I liked Love and Trouble. I did confess to Becca. I didn't finish it. I need to finish it. I fully intend on finishing it. I just got distracted by something else. And I told Megan, full disclosure... Not it, this is kind of a spoiler, but I told her the last episode, you don't have to finish it. It's not you really, really don't have to doesn't really tie it. things up. I feel like yeah. there are two kinds of K drama endings. It keeps you biting your nails till the last minute, throws a wrench in the works in episode thirteen, like you do not know what's going to happen, or three years later, yep, it was here's our happily later. ever after, <laughs> yeah, sort of thing. You definitely saw the happily ever after, and I wasn't that thrilled with the happily. I mean, it was fine. It I didn't even. Fine. I don't even know what stopped me from watching. I got pretty far, but not maybe it had been just over halfway, and I just moved on. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I'll have to. I, I loved I it until the last episode, it. and again, the last episode was, it was fine, mm-hmm. but it. I don't know. Wasn't life changing. I would just prefer them to get up to the the peak Didn't point, make or break the show. Yes. Speaking of shows, though, that have you biting your nails until the very end, save me. Oh, man. So the lead, was the the male lead technically Taekyeon? Is that mm, how you say it? Your favorite yeah, from I Boston. I love him. Yes. I love him. He was technically, I think, supposed to be the male lead. He was. It was a complicated web of relationships, though. Man, but this guy just... I think it ended up being a very much an ensemble show. Yes. It was very dedicated to an ensemble feel. Because there wasn't really a romantic storyline. Not really. Which is why... Uh, I don't want to say it. Spoiler. If you have not, If you plan on watching Save Me and have not seen it, just stop listening for like a minute. So anyway, here's a spoiler. Yeah. The very last scene... Where she walks up to the group of guys yeah. and then she smiles at Taekyeon. I couldn't, I couldn't take it because I was like, "This is not, this it is seemed, not a romantic drama." The, well, the tension, and this is maybe why we have Wu Do Hwan on the list. The the tension between him and everyone. He that character. He he played brilliant. that character so beautifully. He brilliantly played that. But character. especially between he and Sang Mi was kind of. Indescribable. It was very, very palpable. It was very intense, and it wasn't necessarily sexual tension, but that was an element of it. It was so many things. It was. It, it definitely was. It was a protection thing for sure. Yeah. Like he deeply cared about her, 
And that just again, as a person, and again, it was somebody that he knew was in trouble. It was, it was well acted and a greatly written character. Oh, that character, character was so complicated and, and all beautiful. the things that they go through that that character went through mm-hmm. in that show and put himself through to help save her was. I and he wins. That was I another was situation so where I feel like he didn't have to say anything, and the acting he was doing with yes. his face was super successful because he was a really quiet person. Mm-hmm. It, he he blew me away. I, I kept watching for him. And that show was really good. It is super intense. It is scary, too. I would say it is, it's pretty disturbing. That's one of the darkest K-dramas mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Which I felt like I enjoyed the fact that they were kind of mixing up the genre. Mm-hmm. I like a little bit of horror and a little bit of a thriller. So it was fun to have that. You don't get that as often. But I thought it absolutely made me feel and believe what it must be like to be in a cult. Yes. It built the tension in such a huge way. It almost made me feel sympathetic mm. for people who are in cults. Who cult. fall for it. Yeah. It, it, it was it, genius. It, it kind of made me feel physically ill mm-hmm. at times, but I think that means it was working. <laughs> yeah. It was a great show. Yeah. It's, again, I'm not sure that's necessarily my genre but mm-hmm. I love that show. It's nice to pepper it in once in a while. Yeah, it was it was very well done. The cinematography the, was, it was beautiful. beautiful. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Megan, drumroll. Who did you pick? Da, 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 da. Who did you so pick as our winner of I, 2017? My choice for winner, and you could probably guess from our discussion, was Lee Dong-wook. Because he just... I feel like that was a career-defining performance. If you want to see an amazing... Second lead performance from mm-hmm. 2017. Definitely go see yeah. Goblin. Yeah. Definitely. He he just, it was, it was. And his chemistry with Gong Yu was great. Oh, I would watch. That that's bromance, what we need to bring back. That bromance was so good. Gong Yu and Lee Dong Wook in a show is why that hasn't been greenlit yet. I do not know because they are fantastic together. It was so good. Um, oh, and we didn't talk about Kim Young Kwong, who's on our list also. Oh, yeah. I feel like. He, like I said, I watched everything he's ever made. And he is a really good, fun actor, and I like watching him. And he's um, had some really good roles. But Lookout was definitely a turning point for him. I don't know if you've watched that one yet. I have not. It's on my list. Highly recommend it. I watched everything It's really (laughs) intense also. It's really intense. But um, that one, I just wanted to mention what he did this year because he, he played a big part of my 2017. Also, he's very, very handsome. He's very handsome. He's the classic model turned actor. Yes. He's the tallest person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He's a draft. And this wasn't from 2017, but if you're looking for something great to watch, I highly recommend uh, The Man Living in Our House. That's a, a really happy, nice, lovely show. It's so a very I, fun one. Yeah. Sa- total side note. Lee Dong-wook, Congratulations. Yeah. You're Call amazing. us and we'll Call give us, you your Nuna Give award. us your contact information. <laughs> we'll make sure you get your Nuna. <laughs> but seriously, we but would really, give you a yes. Nuna, so it's fine. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on now to... You read the actresses if you want. Our beautiful... You, you're doing you such a good it? job, okay. though. <laughs> we're um, we're going to move on to the actresses because they were so good. You know what's funny is we started putting this list together and just off the top of our heads we were like, eh, we could only think of a couple, but then we started going back through the stuff we watched and we're like, oh, she's got to go on the list and she's got to go on the mm-hmm. list and she's got to go on the list. So this was really hard. It was really hard. But um, our nominees for actress, Nam Ji Hyun from Suspicious Partner, Lee Sung Kyung from Weightlifting Fairy, Kim Bok Joo, uh, So Yi Ji from Save Me, that was Sang Mi, was her character we talked about earlier, Lee Se Young from Best Hit, Jang Nara from... Uh, Go Back Couple, which also has some alternate titles. And then our lady of K-dramas, Kim Mi Kyung. Kyung, who will basically be on this list as long as we do this podcast because... I swear to you. I said... amazing. I've watched like almost 60 K-dramas. I swear she's been in like 19. She's in, not an exaggeration. She, I, I feel like it's not even weird anymore for me to be watching a drama and just be like, oh, there she is. And we always yep. refer to her as Ajima because that's what they called her in he- in Healer, mm-hmm. um, which was one of the first places we saw her, which was fantastic. Her character what was a amazing. good performance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she was in Go Back Couple. So I'll just let's start with her. She was in Go Back Couple. She played Jang Nara's mother. Again, if you haven't watched it, a little bit of a spoiler alert. It's a very emotional... Grab the tissues. Yes. But it is so beautiful. And she plays moms oh, in such a unique way. way. Again, 
another oh hey young she was yes mom. incredible mother she she she, she feels has, like is a she friend a in her life i, I, I don't know she I mean, has this maternal just quality yeah you, i mean you want to be and her best friend but you also want her to be your mom and i think that's what's unique about her is it's a maternal quality but it's it it's a special kind of like a closeness she draws you in like you just want to be close to her you want to be her friend and she with all of her co-stars it feels like they just adore her. Mm-hmm. And I I totally see why she just radiates humor and affection. And Megan and I love her. We both yeah. follow her on Instagram. And she's so fun. sending each other her posts. Like, yeah. did you see where she is today? We are, we are <laughs> massive, massive Kim Mee Kyung fangirls. I think, honestly, of everybody, K-pop and K-drama related, I think I might be the most starstruck if I, if I met her ever. Oh. I honestly, I don't think I would know. I what agree to do with or that say. because it's like Meryl Streep or something. She is. She is she, my. She's my Korean Meryl Streep. She is good in everything. She's in a lot of stuff, and she's in quality stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not just like oh she'll take any part. I feel like everybody just wants her to be in their shows because she's great. And you know what's so fascinating about her too? So all these amazing opas, as, as people call them, mm-hmm. all these super attractive actors in South Korea. She has worked with all of them. She really has. But it's always as like their overprotective mother mm-hmm. or, or their, their nasty stepmother or their yeah. aunt or it, like a healer, the, the one who looks over him. I yeah. mean, which it's, it's, again, it's the perfect thing because it's almost like the dream role where you're never romantic with a yes. male lead, but you still yes. get to be really good friends with them. And close, close and important. Yes. Kids. And props to the... Korean drama writing community for creating some pretty unique characters for older women, mm-hmm. which it's ridiculous to say older because she's in her 50s. She's not 54, that old. Yeah. But you know what it's like here? It's like pulling teeth to get a good role for a woman over 40. And I feel like they have they have opportunities there. Again, it's not enough. It's mm-hmm. still, there's underrepresentation for women in film everywhere. But she's had really unique, interesting roles with real depth. And that's like, she takes a mother character which could be a really basic role, and makes it a really deep, beautiful experience to watch it. So I love her so much. Me too. <laughs> we will, we're going to do a whole podcast on Kim Mee Kyung. We should. Wait, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's her. So we can talk about her co-star, Jang Narop, also excellent in everything she does. Yeah. She, she is one of those actresses. I do, I've, we've, I've said this before. I am not a crier ever. Mm-hmm. I never cry in my personal life. Ever. I just never cry. And so for a show to make me cry is pretty... It's difficult. It's it's pretty impressive. And she... Every time. Every time. Every time. So I did. I cried. Not a lot, but I definitely shed a few tears in Go Back Couple. Yeah. When she had a conversation I, with so yeah, Kim she, Kyung's character. Her, the, that show is great also. And her relationship with her husband in that show is great. But her relationship with her mom... I'm, I'm super close to my mom. And so we sat and watched together. We were both just sobbing. It's so good. If you have not seen Go Back Couple, it's definitely one of your those shows. Right now. Yeah. If you, it's all about, it's all about family. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little bit of a romance. It's about rediscovering it's, why you fell in love with somebody. But it's all about family and just, just the tight connection. It's great. And and that's another one where it's like all of the second leads and the second male and female leads and the side characters are all really well developed. And so funny. And nobody horrible. You don't mm-hmm. hate anyone. Which sometimes they just go, I think we talked about this before, they go so evil with the second female or second male lead that it just becomes a thing. Like it's this thing that just drives me crazy about the show and I can't mm-hmm. deal with it. Not the case in this. The characters are so much fun and you fall in love with all of it. Honestly, the least likable character is their son. <laughs> he's like <laughs> He's two. like a tiny baby, yeah. <laughs> So, um, and it's great. just because he never says anything useful. I know. He just can't talk. He just never shows up when you need him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that show was great. And, again, John Nara. Really emotional performance. Great. Really funny. She's so funny. As she, a mother. I, yeah. oh, I think I texted I texted you and Irene. The very first episode, in the first, like, ten minutes, there's a scene where she's walking down the street, and she's got, like, oh, kids spit oh up on her God. shirt. And she feels like other women in the street so are judging good. her for looking bad. And she's stressed out because her husband's not home to help her, and her kid is sick. And I just texted Megan and Irene, and I was like, this is exactly how I feel. It's like, she like, sees me right now. Absolutely. The writers mm-hmm. got the tone of what motherhood is. Yeah. Yeah. So and it was great. That carries on through the whole thing. I think really, really good performance really on a really great show. Ooh, sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Also, what did I just think of with Jagnara? Oh, she also plays a 20-year-old and a 38-year-old, and you buy both of them. Her and her husband, both. Both, both of them. It's incredible. It's amazing. So, and we probably should have put him on the list. He was really good in that he was show, really too. Good too. I just neglected to put him it's, on there. there was, it, it was a heavy hitting list. Too many yeah, list. Yeah. yeah. His day will come. But, um, so Jagnara, great job. Then I, I, I think I, like, forced Lisa Young from Best Hit onto this onto this list because again I loved her character she was um best hit was uh, I really enjoyed that show and I just liked her go get him attitude I thought she She was was a really fresh presence I've said it already but another refreshing Mm -hmm. character she wasn't she was I don't know she seemed like a person you would want to be friends with in your life like she's not a genius she's not super smart she's kind of a you know messes stuff up sometimes Mm -hmm. but she works really hard She's easy to be around. She makes people around her happy. She makes everybody fall in love with her, which teach me your ways. And I think in I think in a lot of K dramas they make the female lead like that quiet mousy. mousy. Nobody notices me. I'm so dumb. I yeah. need help getting through life. And like in a certain way, she kind of fell into some of those. Like she was poor and hard work. She had to work on yeah, these jobs and whatever. But she was, I think maybe because the the main lead, the male lead. Mm-hmm was obviously from the past, so he yes. seemed really dumb. Like, he didn't know how things worked, so she seemed a lot smarter. But I just, she was refreshing to me. She, and she seemed like a new, fun character. She didn't put up with anybody's crap ever, mm-hmm. which I just liked her attitude. I liked that nothing really brought her down, even though she had a lot of things that she could be mad about. Her bad family relationships. Mm-hmm. She just, I, I, she really struck a chord with me. I loved her, so yeah. I wanted her on this list. Who else we got? From Save Me. Oh, yeah. So, E.G. So, she played the... I always want to say Mother of Dragons. <laughs> mother of Dragons. From Game of Thrones. Mother of Spirits. The Mother of Spirits. <laughs> I would not want to play that part because that must have been the most stressful process of her life. She was... She was... Okay, number one, she was beautiful. Yeah. Almost a, this ethereal, unreal She looked beauty. like a straight-up angel thrown into she this did, cult. She looks like an angel. Yeah. You're right. She looked like an angel thrown into this cult. And she's very the, still. Some too. of the situations that she Ugh. had to act through. I mean, this show was. We've mentioned it. It was dark, and I there mean, was, it was no intense break. No, I mean, the, every single moment. There was no moment where she could just chill out for a second and have mm-hmm. a laugh. It was from top to bottom stressful. It was a stressful show, and she just handled it like a champ. That she had. I mean, the the continuity was there. It was just her acting was. I feel like. Superb. She's very. She was graceful in that she is a physically graceful person and looks graceful, and also was seemed very to have grace about yes. her. She yes. was just very, very poised and still and calm. Even when she was having moments where she was freaking out, it was like, wow, this girl is keeping it together. Yeah, she was amazing. That sh- that show. Um, I'm so glad I made her list because I just I had a lot of great things to say about it. Yeah. All right, uh, so uh, next. <laughs> I want to call her the Beyonce of 2017 for me. Which one are you talking about? From Weightlifting Fairy. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, explain right. that. Because I just think she was, again, refreshing. Just, she owned that role. Yeah, I love that. She walked in. She walked in. This is another model-turned-actress. We're talking about Lee Sung-kyung yes. from Weightlifting Fairy, Kim Bok-ju. Um, another model-turned-actress. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean... This role in Weightlifting Fairy, she's basically, well, if you haven't seen it, she's a weightlifter. Yeah. She's in a college. collegiate weightlifter. She's in college. She's trying to, you know, make national, she's trying to make the Olympic weightlifting team. And it is, it's unreal. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, they make her look sweaty. There's all these scenes where she's trying to gain weight. They made they, her wear, like, a fat pad. They totally address that, too, where... The, this character has actual feelings about the fact that she always looks sweaty and she doesn't mm-hmm. look pretty and and she's proud of what she can do, but it's still this fact that she's a young woman and there are a lot of pressures on her. I mean, it was a really nuanced role. It was, I thought it was so, it was so beautifully done and she was just like Beyonce. She was yeah. fearless. She was awesome. She just walked she was in awesome. and owned that role and she did. She, in real life, this actress had to gain weight and I think it was I think it was 15 pounds. I, I mean, think minimal. she got up to she 125. Amazing. Like, oh, oh God forbid. Oh. But 
Um, that must be nice. For her, that was considered pudgy. <laughs> well, and, and only the only things I'd seen her in before were, like, I, I can think of Cheese in the Trap, where she played kind of a glam character. Mm-hmm. And she is stunningly beautiful. She's so gorgeous. When and I she realized it's okay, that's love, right? That's right. Oh my yeah, gosh. The first time I saw her, in that, in I was show. yeah, shocked at her beauty. She mm-hmm. is just so naturally beautiful. And even in this role where she is, they've like gave her they give her a terrible haircut. The hair is awful. They kind of make her walk around in these dopey clothes and she's always got this kind of dopey look on her face. And she still looks she's just so beautiful because this character is so lovable and genuine and beautiful and strong oh it was like such a wonderful transformation i I honestly don't know how i would think of her as prettier i when i see her now and she looks really beautiful and glam again i'm like oh she's pretty but i kind of miss the bowl cut and the sweats because she just embodied that spirit of of i would say so of everybody that we've um had on our list so far um besides the save me character the mother of spirits as you will i would say that this weightlifting fairy character was she embodied it the best. Like, she was yes. by far the most believable. She became... Like, I, I would want to go watch her weightlift. I would want to go get a beer with her when she's done weightlifting. Yeah. I would want to be her best friend. Like, she's yes. just... The character was beautiful, and she played it so well. And she never she never fell into any of the tropes of, like... I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, I guess. It was, it was consistent from t- top to bottom. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a moment where, like, okay, well, she kind of had a makeover and changed into somebody yes. else. No. This girl was who she was, and that was it. Take her or leave her. She, uh, this she is definitely one of those shows where when my daughter grows up, I hope she watches Watch, a show yeah. like this and has has that female character in mind. I just love the character that Wonderful. much. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. She was fantastic. Oh, and then Nam Ji Hyun, who we fell in love with it was in Shopping King Louie in 2016. And then our love was further solidified in Suspicious Partner. Becca, you should talk about this one because this was one of your... I do. I love Suspicious Partner, which also goes by Love and Trouble. Um, I love the story. <laughs> I obviously love... I love Ji Chang Wook, but mm-hmm. um, Nam Ji Hyun, Hyun, is that how you say it? Yes. I think so. Um, I just think she's she's gorgeous. She's such a pretty actress. Which... And she's so... My favorite thing about her, oh, especially in this show, is she's so... Physical. Her acting is very physical. Yes. I mean, she moves a lot, and it's to the point where it's not overacting, though. I think there's a really fine line there between trying too hard, and she just embodies it perfectly. It seems like her natural physicality. Yeah. She's just she's exaggerating her natural physicality, which is why I think it works. Mm-hmm. But she's great. I thought she was so good. Now that we're talking about it, there were a lot of female fighty fighters. This year. There like, were. Because she's kind of, doesn't wasn't she like a Taekwondo athlete or something? Yeah, she taught Taekwondo. Yeah. yeah, which is cool. And there's a few scenes where she was ready to fight in the show. We really embraced the athletic female And then we had the weightlifting fairy. And didn't we have strong woman? Do Bong Soon was in 2017. Yeah. yeah. We were really into to strength in women, which, yeah. More power to you. I love it. Thank you, South more, Korea. More tough ladies. This is great. I loved all these. So... I think, should we just pick our winner? Yes. All right. Drum roll. You can say it, Megan. It's got to go to Lee Sung-kyung. For Weightlifting Fairy. Fairy. It has she, to. She just, she, again, I think it was an iconic role for her, and I think people point to this when they say, you know, this was a special character. Mm-hmm. And she, she owned it. Like you said, she owned it. So She was great. Good job, girl. All right. So, should we briefly go? We'll briefly go over. We picked a couple of mm-hmm. um, nominees for the Nuna Award for the best series of 2017. We've already talked about most of them, so we won't go into too much detail here. Yeah. But, uh, so obviously, we picked best hit, which right. was one of Megan's favorites, and whatever Megan loves, Becca loves, and I, I know Megan loved best hit. Yes, and it was very good. It was very I loved well done. It. Uh, While you were sleeping, that which was you... another one. I have not seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's good. It's a I recommend it. It was really good. It it was one where, I, like, again, I can't even tell you why I liked it that much. It's just nice. Just <laughs> it was just nice. It was it was just happy. Yeah. A little stressful. It was had some mystery elements to it. The other one I did not see in our list, the package. Okay. But I know that you loved this you one. You have to watch <laughs> the package. It is a shorter series about a tour group from Korea in Paris. And it's just their stories on the trip and then their backstories intertwining all of this great, uh, oh, beautiful shots of France. 
it was like going on vacation. The characters are great. Great acting. Must watch. Must watch for everyone. I loved it. A uh, Suspicious Partner, obviously, yes. which was one of my favorites. That one, so if you haven't seen Suspicious Partner, basically it's a lawyer, two lawyers, a boy girl, a boy and a girl lawyer. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, lawyer girl. Gets and he's a, a prosecutor at first, yes, right? Yes, yes. Gets wrongly accused of a murder. Which, can we, wait, I need to take a pause. <laughs> so, like, I knew it was two lawyers, and I knew it was Ji Chang Wook and, and Yunji, or I already forgot her Nam Ji Hyun. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's going to be a great romantic comedy. They're just going to be butting heads in the courtroom. (laughs) Spoiler alert. The first episode, there's like all this hilarious sexual escapade, sort of like misunderstanding on a train. And then at the end, she's like in jail for murder. It's (laughs) it's like, what is this show? I think Megan started watching it first. Yeah. And you you were telling me how much you and your mom were liking it. (laughs) And then, so I'm like, oh, I'll... I need a new show. I finished whatever I was watching. So I started watching it. I texted Megan at like midnight one night. And I was like, you did not tell me that there was going to be a murder in this show. Well, and I figured that like that was a possibility. I just didn't figure we'd be sending the female lead to prison immediately. I was it looked so confused. Spoiler. It looked pretty grim. It did. It was ups- <laughs> deeply upsetting. Especially because they set you up with such fun and fancy free little romantic frolicking and then immediately you're like she's going to she's going to jail she's going to jail for life and it looks bad yeah so it was a they got me which also after you watch two cops we're also going to talk about how that first episode i did not know what that show was about oh i can't wait so anyway so, suspicious yes. partner. So, Suspicious Partner. Uh, again, it made our list, so it obviously rebounded from this. Yes. First episode. It definitely, you, you can recover from the shock of the yeah. arrest. It might, it might be helpful for you to know that there's a murder at the end of the oh first my episode. God. Which I uh, do not. So, going on then, we picked Go Back Couple, which, we which I just finished. It's just, so again, I love it so much. Strong ladies and time travel. That was <laughs> Two the big of themes of 2017. 2017. I can already see a theme of 2018 seems to be robots. Mm. But that's a discussion for another time. And then we picked Save Me, which we did uh, mm-hmm. go into quite a lot of detail about, along with Weightlifting Fairy, mm-hmm. which we also discussed a lot, and Goblin, Goblin. which, if you haven't seen it, I don't really know if we said the plot. Yeah. Basically, I don't know if I know the plot. Gong Yu is like 400 years old. Is he 4,000 years He's old. He's really old. He's really old. He was killed in a battlefield in ancient times. And because of some goblin-y magic... He, he yeah. won't die. So he lives forever and, and he has to try to find his bride. Right. And I think it all has some basis in Korean folklore, which, again, we're not super familiar with. They do explain it so you understand mm-hmm. this whole thing. But it's a lot. I mean, like, that's just one small part of what the show ends up being, which kind of convolutes things a little yes. bit. So he basically ends up finding his bride and, mm-hmm. and that's the She's whole like home tale. <laughs> She's pretty young. But the as we mentioned, the best part is he ends up being a roommate with the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. And the Grim Reaper they're the they're guy's so chemistry, funny. the bromance there is so funny. So funny and so amazing. And I know it sounds crazy when we say that a mm. goblin and the Grim Reaper are the two main characters of a K drama. But it works. It works 100%. It works so well. And this wasn't my, probably wasn't my favorite show of 2017, but it has to go on the list just because it was, it did so many things well. And everybody was looking forward to Gong Yu's return to television. It had been a long time. It was a triumphant return. Mm-hmm. He so looked it was great. magnificent in his long wool coats. <laughs> his long It was a very hair. cold looking show. <laughs> it was mostly took place during the winter. I feel like everywhere you go, it was snowing, which was... Got a little bit yeah. stressful for me. It's too cold but in Iowa right now. I don't it's need more. So miserable. I don't need cold coming through no. my laptop screen. So let's move on to our next category. No, oh, let's pick, pick our winners. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> so let's pick our winners for best series. So Becca, you go first. I, you guys can probably guess it by how excited I was talking about yeah. it for 20 minutes, but I picked Suspicious Partner and Love and Trouble. It was a show, I think it, I don't remember when it came out in 2017, but I probably watched it. Ten times. I watched it all the way through once. Couldn't get enough. Did it again. You did watch it a lot of times. Didn't get enough. Watched it again. A bunch of times I'd text you and be like, what are you doing? Oh, watching Suspicious Partner. partner. (laughs) Megan's like, girl. I haven't even finished the first one. (laughs) So uh, that was my winner for 
my Nuna award, Megan. Who are you giving your Nuna to? Again, there's this is the least tense award show because we like kind of tell you what we we're gonna pick <laughs> way ahead of time. Best hit was number one for me. Uh, I put off watching it. When I heard the description, I wasn't that interested. And then again, our friend Irene kept pressuring us. Peer pressure is very powerful in K dramas. Pressuring us to watch it, and I was enchanted. I think it's funny. I loved the characters. Yoon Seon was my first introduction to him, and that opened up a whole new chapter in my life also. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. Um, it was a really fun look back at 90s and 2000s music in Korea and, and in the world. Fashion. All of he, it. And he really played a great, fun, lovable character. We talked about how sometimes it'll a show will end, and you mi- you physically and emotionally feel like you miss a character. That was how I felt about Dabong. Yeah, Dabong. <laughs> was I felt like once that show was over, a little piece of me had gone away because I was so attached to him. So that show, I loved it. I watched it a bunch of times through. Uh, and I think I'll go back and watch it again for sure. So I love it. So we're going to move on now. Let's, um, we're going we're gonna to tuck away the TV world here. And we're going to jump <gasps> into the music world, which we've I, already mentioned. This is even harder. It was harder. a year of music. It was. And I feel like the, a year is so long. I can't remember anything from a year ago. So we did our best to kind of dig back into stuff that we liked. But I know I forgot probably a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is just the stuff that my brain managed to filter. So our, the Nuna, um, the Nuna... <laughs> can't even say it no. seriously it's like 9 p.m so we're both really tired the award nominees for the best group or singer uh of 2017 first we have to say bts we've already done two podcasts on them again yeah. it's not that we're i mean we are big bts fans we are. now but starting the year absolutely not no we, we was, really knew very we were little very casual them. bts fans in january of 2017 and i think even if you are a person who doesn't love BTS, you have to step back and appreciate the magnitude of 2017 the for sheer them. power. Just everything that's the award shows, the appearances, the all the music, international the traveling. Uh, yeah, there were like really a thousand a videos came out this year. It was, um, it was, I, I can't even in one sentence no. describe how big of a year BTS yeah. had. It, it was definitely, there's some article, I can't even remember what it was in, but some the headline I saw bouncing around online was everyone had a terrible year except BTS. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's actually was, accurate. yeah, I relate that's to that much very much. much. So uh, Megan, Megan put this one. Yeah, on our list. I have someone that probably again. I did. A, I was a bad friend to Becca this year. Wasn't sharing music. I feel like, but Megan handed me her list. I was like, I haven't heard of three of these people. Yeah, I got really into DPR Live, and I'm not sure again if I'm saying that 100 percent right. But a whole bunch of music. Um, he's like a, a rapper and the production quality of his, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It is so good. It is so like compulsively listenable. I like every song I've heard of his. So, and the, his videos are great too. Um, and I think he's like part of a larger kind of production company. I want, it's not a company exactly to call it. It's not really a band, but I need to do my research. Obviously love the music. And the videos and that. He, I feel like I've been listening to him all year. So that was DPR Live. And then Dean. Dean. Which... Megan. Megan loves Dean. I love Dean. And Come Over with... Oh, <laughs> I, it's maybe my most listened to song in, in 2017. What a beautiful for, song. For those of you only joining us through the audio, Megan's clutching I'm her clutching heart right heart. now. And I, she's having trouble speaking. By... A wonderful series of events and fate. I was able to see Dean in Los Angeles this May because I was in Los Angeles visiting my brother and he happened to be playing a free concert at this festival. How do you get these opportunities? Every now and then. So every day of my life is a nightmare and I have no luck until there's that one day every six months where fate smiles upon me and I can see Dean live and it changed. It was just incredibly good so he's become one of my favorites in all of k-papa he's especially for 2017 so uh got seven also made our list they'll always be on my list they were just we actually saw them in 2016 we did we saw them in 2016 2017 2017 was a dry year for us concert wise it was the first year since i've known you yeah we didn't that's true didn't go see a k-pop group 
That's so sad. 2017 was terrible. That's depressing, Megan. You had, well, you had important things to do. I had important you had a family. Baby, I had so, a baby, like, so it was hard to travel. I mean, I'll never get over it or forgive you, but fine, but whatever. But got some, um, they had a new album. They they did a lot of stuff this year. It's been their, their four year. They just marked their four years together this week, I think. Which man. is like us. It's We've like our four other. years together. Oh, we're like. We're the, the got, American girl non-singing version of Got Seven. We're, we're the Got Two. <laughs> Just got us. Got each other. Uh, G Dragon made our list. Yeah, I liked his his Quan Jiang. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was a really Megan good saw G Dragon. I did. I Megan didn't want to bring it up because I felt bad because yeah. he couldn't go. He was in Chicago again because that baby. I had a baby. <laughs> I had a baby this year, and it made uh, a lot of things. She had to put K-pop on hold. I had to put K-pop on hold for quite a while. So. Winner. Winner made our list. Winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I have to tell you, my kids and husband all know all the winner songs because I listen to them that much. So, and the stuff they released this year was wonderful. It was I a little different. It. We, and we'll talk, when we get into our songs, there were a couple that really stood out, but um, yeah, some really, really great. Some, I didn't even do that on purpose. Some really, I really didn't great. even mean to do that. For those of you who don't know. I'm such a fool. Really, really is a winner <laughs> song. And so is fool, Megan. So well hilarious played. tonight. Well, well played. Thanks. And so, the last one on our group are, uh, is the JJ Project, which I did not know. I was like, Megan, This is why I'm a bad friend. Who's the JJ Project? She's like, Becca, how do you not know? I know. I not shared this with you. So I made her listen to it tonight. But for others who don't know, it's two members of GOT7, JB and Jin Young did sort of a side project and it's really different from got seven um it's great it's very chill and very cool uh, they're 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 both great vocalists so i again i highly recommend it i really liked them this year so, i'm listening uh, to them a lot right now they're that's who's in my car right now i'm listening <laughs> they're waiting in my car they're waiting for you right now in this sub-zero temperatures um I don't really know if we even need a drum roll no. to announce the winner of the Nuno Award. It would be ridiculous to choose anything else because we're obviously so far deep into the BTS well. Mm-hmm. That we definitely picked BTS. Yeah. And granted, we are very into BTS right now, mm-hmm. but I still think if I take take myself out of my, my preferences Bias. here and step out of the picture... And just kind of look back at the landscape. They they by far had the best year. They had an impact. Yeah. Just all around. In every country. They've, yes. been, they've been great. So they win. All right. BTS, contact us for your award. <laughs> <laughs> Any seven of you. Or your, or your manager. We'd be happy to If you'd to like to accept you. it in person, we can give you directions to Iowa. It'll be a, one more hella trophy for your hella backpack. <laughs> That we'll throw in there. <laughs> oh, I'll never get so over. So we're gonna move on. We only have two categories left, and then we're we done do. with our Nuna Awards. We're about right on time here. As so. soon as we finish, we're gonna remember like fifteen things that we forgot to put on the list. Probably. Yeah. So our songs of the year. We'll try to do these faster because we'll otherwise we'll talk lot. about them. Yeah, so we'll long. talk about them too much. So we did again. We each picked some to add to the list. Mm-hmm. So I'll just read a few of the ones that I threw on there, and then Megan, you want to read a few of the ones that you Perfect. threw on there? Yeah. So um. Really, really by winner, obviously was, in my opinion, one of the better songs of the year. Megan put "Fool" by Winner on there, I which really is great like because I would have, but I felt like I was being selfish if I would have put two no, songs on the I list. No, I really liked that song. Um, DNA by BTS. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to pick which other ones were. I, I forced a lot of stuff onto this list. I'm just gonna let you read the rest. Oh, of seventeen. Them. I feel like most you, of them are. Your, oh, that's right. Um, Don't wanna cry by seventeen. Um. Which Becca, I had never heard that song, and Becca sent it to me, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Really, really liked it. You really, really liked it. <laughs> um, I have Coco Bop by EXO. That is a great jam. That's a super fun one. And then I had You Are Got Seven single from Seven for Seven. I had Red Flavor by Red Velvet, which I've said before, I'm not a huge girl group fan. I love Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. They're probably my favorite girl group. She also, um, coincidentally, really just likes Velvet. I do love Velvet. <laughs> and I feel like I've even managed to talk about that on this podcast. I think you have. Which isn't about clothes. You do. I love Velvet. So 
It was just And I just saw a play called Red Velvet. Everything is a lining. It's full circle. It's full circle. Uh, I put on Tomorrow Today by JJ Project. I put on Teenager by Got7, which I would like to say for a moment, the performance video that they released for that, it was like, it pulled me out of my BTS haze for a minute because it was so great. Come, they were like, come back to me, Megan. We you know, miss you. And I said, okay, Gap 7, I you love you. You know that that's, that's strong. That's Ugh, powerful they magic They pulled right me there. out. Um, and then I had to put Serendipity, BTS, in there because I'm obsessed with that song. And then my final song on here was Energetic by 101. Which I told Megan, I listen to Spotify a lot. And I have mm-hmm. just a K-pop playlist that I made for myself. And um, whatever the playlist is up, it kicks me off to like Spotify radio where they just try to match a song yeah. with what I've been listening to. And every single time, it's energetic. Mm-hmm. Every single time that song comes on. I love that song. I, I think I would like it, but I'm so sick of it hearing makes it. You, you're forced to listen to it, too. It's not like you got to choose it. Right. But I get that. I totally right. get that. So those are our song nominees for 2017. So we're each going to pick a winner. I feel like this, I just picked mine based on how I feel right now, and it could change at any moment. But I picked Serendipity. That song really touched a chord with me. I, think. I don't think it was the song so much as the music video. The, it, it, okay, <laughs> yes. So first of all, I heard RM talk about the fact that there's a cat in it. And so I was like, okay, this song is for me. <laughs> and then the music video stunned me. She, also, I'm not kidding you, immediately texted me. <laughs> and she was like, because Megan is a big Jungkook girl herself. And, and RM. You like and RM. RM. Yeah, I, I alternate. Yeah, and she and Jimin has always been my jam. Mm-hmm. And she immediately texted me and was like, Jimin is an angel. How have I never noticed that Jimin it's, is an angel? I, I, <laughs> there, I can't even... T- I, <laughs> I can't speechless. talk about it. It's so incredibly beautiful. And he is so... His voice was... That song, I mean, literally was written for his voice. Mm-hmm. It's so perfect. And the sentiment is so simple and beautiful. And the video is so incredible. I could talk about it for six and a half hours. And uh, yeah, I told Becca, I'm probably going to play that song at my wedding. It's beautiful. I, I love it. I love, love that you picked it. Um, Jimin, contact Megan which, for your Nuna Award. Becca also pointed out, I called her out last week, or whenever the second part of the BTS episode was, I called her out for secretly being a Yuji stan and not knowing it, not admitting it to herself. And she pointed out this week that I, I'm i pretty obsessed with Jimin, and I'm sort of suppressing it, but I am. It's because we love each other. So we, we do. Suppress, we suppress, we suppress each other's that. biases. Yeah, because so. we're good friends. But That's now, what good friends do. Yeah, you love in secret. <laughs> um, so now Becca's number one song of 2017. My, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. My winner is yeah. winner, really, really. So even if you have not seen this music video immediately go to YouTube, it's watch the really, really winter music jubilant, video. Jubilant. My kids are obsessed with this song. My husband likes this song. My husband's always making really, really puns with me whenever <laughs> I say anything about K-pop. It's surprisingly really, really easy to do. It's really, really easy to do. And it's it, the song is just beautiful and catchy, and the music video is gorgeous. It is great. It is it was a definitely on my list of best songs, too. I, I could not get enough. It's one no. of my favorite songs to listen to in the car while I'm working out, while I'm being a mom, Always while I'm working. Me up. It just makes me happy. So yeah. that was my winner. Excellent choice. All right, our last category. We're doing so good. This is the most important. The most important. We decided we had to have a day song. Is that how you say it? The day song award, which is like... I think so. I'm in not sure. South like the Korea, grand it's the grand prize. prize. Just the best the of the best. Best of the best award. And we thought this year we would give it to the people who, or to the individuals who worked the hardest yes. in K pop and K dramas, who you see them the most. Mm-hmm. They're in everything, they're always out there releasing new stuff. That's who should get it. That's who should get the Daesung Award, which is, we were pretty happy with I our winner. I feel like we should here. announce our winner and then we can talk about our runners up. Okay. Maybe we should just announce the runners up. Okay. And then just leave the big Puma winner at the end. Yeah. All right. So we started with, and I don't want to say his name wrong. Is it Sejin? Sejin? Sejin. Sejin is the BTS manager. That guy's got to be exhausted. He's got to be exhausted. He's got to have no personal life. Do you see how much luggage they take? Oh places? my gosh. When they flew into LA, I couldn't believe all the luggage they had with them. This guy has to watch after seven, <laughs> seven young men. Oh. 
And granted, they all seem like they're mature, yeah, they can mature, responsible people. But, but still, they've got to, he's got to take care of seven they, guys who've been flying all over the place. They're also national, international treasures mm-hmm. at this point. So if anything happens to them, that he's got it's a his lot, fault. He's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. I feel. I feel like he worked pretty gosh darn hard. Yeah. Our next nominee. We did pick, we've already mentioned it, Kim Mi Kyung. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. She's in every drama Hardest ever. Hardest working actor in South Korea. If you follow her on Instagram, she's also traveling the world and having a great time. Looking I don't like know how she life. has time for that. I don't either. And we looked up tonight. The woman is 54 and she's more beautiful than I've ever been in my life. Or she ever will be. stunning. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the harder workers. Our last nominee that didn't win anything here, I picked vitamin water. So if you're going to go with product placement in Korean dramas, any kind of banana milk, vitamin yeah. water. We joked like about Kleenexes products. because of all the nosebleeds. Kleenexes yeah. played a big role. Which has a very real part of my life also. Any sort of IV or hangover medicine. A lot of... Uh... Probably stuff we don't... There was, there's, like, a bakery called Paris Baguette that I've seen in a bunch of shows that we don't have here. Mm-hmm. Looks delicious. They all worked very hard. But they, no one... They got their name out there. No one worked as hard. As our winner. Subway. Subway. Subway, you win the Daysong Award this year. You... Subway... I... I was in Chicago. In Lincoln Square. I am not kidding you. I walked past a subway, and my first thought was like, oh, like in (laughs) K-dramas. And not like on every street since I was a child. I was just so inundated with subway sandwiches in my K-dramas this year that I now relate them to South Korea, as though it is a thing we do not have here. And here's the problem. We tried to make a list. Of all the K-dramas that Subway is in. Yeah. And it was too long to list on our podcast today. So Subway, you definitely win. We get it. You're paying the bill for all the K-dramas yeah, I guess we, we, we should have added Puma also, because we talked about how yes. BTS is rocking the Puma a lot lately, but... And honestly, nothing... So we were joking, because obviously I'm watching Temperature of Love, but nothing kills the mood more than seeing <laughs> these, like... This Michelin star chef... Eating a Subway sandwich. Like, that's really going to be constantly in his too. They're just constantly at Subway, and we're not knocking the show. You got you got sponsorships. You have to work it in, and at least the writers are trying to work these things in so that it's more natural. And I appreciate that. But there's nothing more unnatural than seeing a goblin take his bride yes. that he's been waiting thousands yes. of years to meet to Subway. He on has a date. been saving money for thousands of years. He can afford at least like a Denny's. <laughs> I mean, you could even just once take her to Applebee's, man. Like, sit down and enjoy your food. <laughs> and I always love it when they're like, ooh, should I get lettuce? <laughs> they actively what discuss in the K-drama. Ooh, we're doing a product placement. Should I and get pickles on my tuna sandwich? I have eaten so many Subway sandwiches in my life. We had one on my campus, and I like Subway. It's really good. But it does get to the point where I'm sort of resentful of it. Yeah. Because it's taking me out of my, my this fake world that I need to just be precious and fake and not have anything real in it. Yes. Subway's like, oh, you're just supposed to be fake. or You're supposed to be like real poor people like me who can't eat anywhere but Subway. It's frustrating. My son loves Subway, and I we just got a Subway that opened up like half a mile from our house. It's the closest fast foodie place within miles, yeah. and I refuse to go there. It's just any sort of and and product placement. It's it's so not just Subway, but product placement in general just takes you out of the story. Subway, if you ever listen to this, please take note. You're actually making me not want your product. It's <laughs> in all my favorite shows. It's killing me. See, unfortunately, it does make me hungry for Subway. <laughs> I think, ooh, mmm, an Italian sub sounds really good right now. But uh, I haven't had one in a really long time. See, maybe so I should have treated you to Subway you tonight. Should've, we should have had done. Subway tonight. Maybe that's what our Nuna Award will just look like. It'll just be a giant Subway, Subway golden Subway sandwich. <laughs> 
all it's gonna be like a six footer that's amazing it'll be the best so yeah anyway they, those are our Nuna Awards, We everybody. really just wanted to do this an awards show so that we could complain about product placement. Pretty much. That's the whole reason. <laughs> will it will it keep us from watching K-dramas? Absolutely no. not. We will we will put up with it forever. And then they do an American shows too. It's just, I haven't watched one in such a long time. <laughs> I was just going to say, do they? I haven't seen an American show I don't show know. It's so been a long. really long time since I watched one. Do What is the commercial break situation in... South Korea. Is that why they do it? Are there not commercial breaks? I don't know. We need to look that do up. They, do they, do we get away with it not using it as much here because there are a million commercial breaks in shows? So that shows end up being 15 minutes long and the mm. rest is commercials? That's a really good question. I know that We're when there was up. The, like the 30 minute episode thing that had to do with putting a break mm-hmm. in between, but I don't know otherwise. Fascinating. Is it like the Disney the, the Disney show the Disney yeah, Channel like where Disney like Channel. they do a whole show they're, but then they do like ten minutes of sponsor. commercials? Yeah, basically they yeah. they control it all. They don't need sponsorship. I'm gonna look that up. That's fascinating. Do so, you do some research, Becca? Yay! Well, thank you everybody for joining us for the Nuno Awards. Yes. Um, next year, I say we dress up. Oh my gosh, yes. We dress up in our finest pajamas. We should drink champagne also. <laughs> Gil Blitz. You know what we should do is. Honestly, wear pajamas, but like go get our hair and makeup done. <laughs> I would absolutely do that with you. I'm in. It would be so much fun. You and me this time next year, we're doing it. And it could still be at night. We should just night. do it at like because I didn't do anything for New Year's Eve. Did you? No. Yeah, that's what we should do on I New fell Year's Eve from like now on. New New Year's Eve tradition. <laughs> Look back on the year in K-pop and K-dramas. Wear pajamas. Get our hair and makeup done, and drink heavily. And you know what? If you're listening to this. We would love to have you join us. Yes, please. <laughs> Becca's basement is really big. It's really big. We can fit at least 60 people down here. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. we'll get Subway. And we'll get Subway. So it'll be sponsored Subway's by Subway. Subway's on us. It'll be great. So BYOB. We love it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everybody. Thanks, so everybody. Excited. You can always check us out on Twitter at Nunia Business. We're on Facebook at Nunia Business. You can email us, Becca at NuniaBusiness.com and Megan at NuniaBusiness.com. Thank you to Who Arted, our sponsor for all the podcast equipment. Please leave us a review on iTunes, send us any questions or suggestions, and we will see you next week. Thank you, everybody.